From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case Roe v. Wade. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast Supreme, the battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. The, is it morning yet, deal. How about now? Or now? Because morning time is McDonald's breakfast time. And that's the best time of all the times. Get any sized iced coffee for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. And sweeten the deal when you pair it with a baked apple or pumpkin and creme pie. After all, why wait to treat yourself? Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. to the first episode of my internet radio show, Touched by Prayer. Good evening and welcome to Touch by Prayer. I am so excited. Are you guys excited? Because we are going to be having a Holy Spirit ride tonight. That's right. We are going to be joined by Jared Lasky. He is the uh, the um, the founder of um, Fireborn Ministry. Hold on. Yeah, Fireborn Ministry with his beautiful wife, uh, Rochelle. And also he has a podcast called Adventures in the Spirit. He, we are here. We're going to talk about Holy Spirit. I just got to uh, meet Jared just a couple of weeks ago when I was on his broadcast. And I said, hey, if you ever want to come on my broadcast, I said, I'd love to have you. And he said, yeah, let's do it. And so here we are. So please welcome to Touch by Prayer, Jared Lasky. Hey, Jared, welcome to Touch hey, by Lisa, Prayer. Hey, Lisa, thank you so very much. It's an 
honor and a pleasure to be on your program. This is lit. I know this is going to be so much fun. We are going to have such a great time. And I'm so excited because we are going to be talking about one of my favorite subjects. And that is Holy Spirit. I am so excited because I, ever since I got baptized in the Holy Spirit back in uh, 2009, my life has been this just adventure with God that has just been incredible. So why don't you just tell people just a little bit about yourself? Well, yeah, but real quick, I want to shout out to Brian Taylor, a preacher's kid. So when yes, I'd had you on, on, we were chatting backstage and and anyway, it just got all messed up. I, I gave a shout out to another friend of mine. It did, it did, Brian, it did. I bless you, brother. We went to seminary together. He's got an amazing family. So Brian, thank mm -hmm. you so very much. But Lisa, so uh, I'm Jared Lasky. I love the Holy Spirit. I love the most, he's the most incredible, amazing person. You know, he's the one I relate to the Come most uh, because uh -huh. I, like you, was powerfully baptized with the Holy Spirit. I was, I was a rebellious teenager back in the day. I'd had a, a, a <laughs> quasi-faith, semi-faith, if you will, but the Holy Spirit took me on this amazing adventure. That's why my podcast is Adventures in the Spirit, because mm -hmm. it's always an adventure with him. And when I received the baptism right. of the Holy Spirit, November 14th of 1998, I was never the same. It went on for a couple of hours. And ever since that day, I mean, I've been through trials and tribulations and storms and life like everybody else, but I've always held on sure. to the wonderful, amazing, incredible Holy Spirit. So I've been married for the last 20 years to my lovely Brad Rochelle Lasky. Um, Met her in Bible college. We've been uh -huh. so 20 years. We've got four amazing kids, and oh. one of them is about to go off into YWAM for about six months or so before God Come calls on. them to college or other things like that. So we've done a lot of traveling, a lot of adventures. You know, um, I, I love the media ministry that God has us doing, reaching the world, just like this platform, like yours, Lisa. So um, I love the Holy Spirit. I want people to know him just as much as he loves them. Amen. Come on, come on. And that's, that's the whole thing. It's like, you know, you don't know what you know until you do know, right? It's like, yeah. you really don't know what you know until you do know. And that's sort of been my adventure with Holy Spirit because I really didn't understand. I really just, I, I thought I understood things, but my goodness gracious, once I, I, um, once I started to understand the Holy Spirit and how Holy Spirit worked. It was like, whoa, this is like so incredible. And how you can really, you can change people's lives just when you partner with Holy Spirit. You can literally change somebody's life. And I think about that so often where I think about Jesus when he met the woman at the well, because she said that she met a man who knew everything about her, everything about her. And it's like, when we start to see that, it's like, oh my goodness gracious, how powerful is that? How extremely powerful is that? And I really believe that like in your broadcast adventures um, in the spirit, like how did that even come about? Well, that's a great question. So I had done, I, I went through some ministry trials mm -hmm. and then my wife had, I started DJing for Current FM in Virginia Beach. Okay. And then, so I started learning some technical stuff. And, and as a Marine, I was a field radio operator, served in the Marine Corps almost five years, learned a lot of technical stuff. I took some of those skills into DJing in Virginia Beach for Kern FM for about a year and a half or so. And my wife had said, Jared, you should start podcasting. Come on. Armed with my very ancient 11 or 12 year old Mac. It was one of those, white, <laughs> you know, the thick ones. And right, I, right, right. Yeti, I just started interviewing my friends mm -hmm. and talking about adventures in God. And that was the name of my first podcast, Adventures in God. But then um, Charisma, I'd been blogging for them for four or five years at that point. And they're like, hey, how would you like to be on the Charisma Podcast Network? I was like, yeah, of course. Like, of course. I've been. I've been gunning for this. Like I was uh -huh. listening to Sean Bowles and, you know, yeah. uh, you know, Kathy DeGraw and others. And so just within like a few weeks of adventures in God, you know, they'd reached out to me and I was like, yeah, let's do it. So then I rebranded as adventures in the spirit and it's in the top 5% of all Come podcasts um, going around the world. And it's, you know, really, I just think that 
I, I love to interview people. I do have a, a second podcast now, which is teaching and equipping called Spirit Empowered Living with Jared uh-huh. and Michelle Lasky. But right, right. I love interviewing people. I, I had a great guest recently named Lisa Perna on my podcast, <laughs> and it was on fire. Uh-huh. And I love to capture people's stories. But the podcast is not just information, but it's impartation and activation. We've had people receive the baptism of the spirit. We've had people receive healing. We've had people mm-hmm. see in the spirit, see angels in the spirit. Um, and so at the end of most episodes, I try to get something like that, whether it's an impartation prayer or some type of activation for people to encounter the amazing Holy Spirit. Come on. And that's, I think that when you start to live a, a supernatural life, it's really kind of hard to go back to doing status quo. Wouldn't you say? Oh, how can, I mean, when you encounter Jesus, mm-hmm. when you encounter the Holy Spirit and you're truly changed and transformed, mm-hmm. you, you have to go. You, you're empowered now. When you receive mm-hmm. the baptism of the Holy Spirit, it doesn't make you a better person, but it makes you a better equipped witness for Jesus. Come so on. wherever you go, your job, you might go overseas. You might just go work at McDonald's, wh- whatever it is that you're doing. You're now a truly empowered servant of Jesus to tell others about Jesus. Now, we do know that some people can encounter the Holy Spirit and not be changed. I mean, that happened to the people arresting right. Jesus. But right. that was also before the outpouring of the Holy Spirit in Acts chapter 2. They mm. They were given money at hush money and they shut up and they didn't say, okay, you know, like the guards were given hush money. They had an encounter with angels, saw this earthquake and ran, you know, but that was also before the outpouring of the Holy Spirit in Acts 2. So, you know, the people that came to arrest Jesus were slain in the spirit, if you will, and they still got up and and arrested Jesus. But we, when we encounter the Holy Spirit, it should change us. It should transform us. We should get up repentant you know, and changed and something transformed about us and then go tell someone, you know, real quick, whether it's a call text or knocking on your neighbor's door or something, you know, go tell them what Jesus did. Right. And I think that's, that's the, the whole thing. It's when, um, when you are, are completely transformed, you know, because Holy Spirit now has, has gotten your attention. I do believe that that's really what it is. Like, he gets your attention and then he's like, Hey, you want to go have some fun? And you're like, okay, what does, what does that look like? You know? And he's like, well, we're going to start off slow. Um, how about, how about you just go over to that person and go get them a cup of coffee? Yeah. I, I can do that. You know? And then as you're handing him the cup of coffee, you're like, Hey, do you have any kids? Well, yeah, I do. Okay. Well, your kids are going to go here and they're going to do this. They're going to do that. And then people are like, hold on a second. Like what, what just happened? And it's, it's like when love steps in, you know, that's when people start to know that, that God really does care about them. That's really what I feel like that what, when we operate in the prophetic, when we're moving with, with Holy spirit and we're doing the things that, that we're called to do, it's like, we're giving love letters to people. Because God is saying, I know everything about you and you haven't disappointed me. I'm not, I don't reject you. I want you to know how much I love you. That's basically how, how it's been for me, at least. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just got to say that right now, as you're talking, I had Uh lights sparkling right over to my right. Okay. And and I'm I'm talking supernatural lights. Okay. Orbs, angels in Jesus name. And the Holy spirit just hit me like just in power. So Uh the Holy spirit's already moving right now. So Jesus be glorified through that. Amen. Come on and see, that's the, that's the cool part. Like, so so one of the, the things that I used to, um, I used to do is I would take Holy Spirit to work with me. So, yeah. and I'm sure that's what you do. So what okay. are some of the, what are some of the craziest things that Holy Spirit has like had you do? Oh, wow. Okay. There's so <laughs> many stories. Okay. Um, it's like a divine setup, right? Mm-hmm. So um, I would say one of the first was, not one of the first, but like during a spiritually dry time, I was a Marine mm. and I'd, I'd been deployed to Ramadi, Iraq. Okay. And I was spiritually dry uh, because of my work schedule. I, I couldn't attend the chapel services that often. Um, 
And so those were like uh, led by people, lay leaders and stuff like that. Um, but I couldn't, couldn't attend much. So all I could do was just spend time in the presence of God myself mm -hmm. when I could. But when people ask you a question, see, we don't have to force things on people. Okay. Uh, I know that there are different personalities of people. So sometimes people could be overzealous. Um, and I guess that's cool. You know, that's their personality. And if they get results, that's great. But I, I like just the conversation. When someone asks you a question, you know that God is inviting you to step through that door. God is inviting to for you to partner with his Holy Spirit. So my roommate at the time in, in the Marine Corps, we, we lived in what we called the cans, you know, a bunch of mm. small little trailers, two, two Marines mm. per, per can, if you will. And he, he was spiritually hungry. And I started sharing with him the story, my true story of how I received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And, and then I just knew, ask him if he wants to receive that. So I said, would you like to receive this precious gift right now? And he said, yes. So I had explained just the laying on of hands and it was very gentle. And I laid hands on him. And within seconds, he starts praising God, speaking in tongues, changed, transformed. And it was such a beautiful and spe special moment in Ramadi, Iraq, in my can, you know, that, that I was like, I'm going to step outside. And just let you just spend the rest of this time praying in tongues, you know, spending time with Jesus. And I went outside and I, I wept. Okay. Here I am. I'm a macho man. I'm a Marine. Okay. But there's times when the Holy Spirit moves on you, you know, you can't help but cry. And I was like, thank you, Jesus, for using me. Because I, I'd, I'd actually been questioning my calling. You know, mm. was I truly supposed to be in the Marine Corps? Was I supposed to be full-time ministry? I got burned you know, some years ago as a youth pastor and things like that. And, mm -hmm. you know, I, I was questioning it, but when I saw that, I was like, no, this is what I'm supposed to do right where I'm at, whether I'm a Marine mm -hmm. or whether I'm working at say a children's home, you know, I'd worked, um, after the Marine Corps, I'd worked in, into this children's home and, um, you know, these kids who were traumatized and went through some things, but they were the easiest to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Adults mm. ask a million questions, but kids between, right. you know, just little kids, you know, two, three, four right. years old, 12, 13, 14 years old. They're like, oh, I'll take it. You know, so I'd seen kids, you know, who were misbehaving, receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. One, one kid was on his birthday. What an amazing gift. And that's not oh, the first on. time I've seen someone receive the baptism of the Spirit right, on their right, birthday. Right. Another one was on New Year's Day, Right. Think, think about the beginning of the Pentecostal movement in Topeka, Kansas. You know, Agnes oh, Osmond, I think was her name. Midnight, New Year's Eve, mm -hmm. New Year's Day, depending on how you look uh -huh. at it. Receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And I've seen kids receive it in the back of a car. I've seen adults receive it remotely just through prayer over the phone or a Zoom call or just listening to a podcast. Let the Holy Spirit mm -hmm. do what he wants, how he wants, when he wants, to who he wants. And mm -hmm. you're just partnered with him. And you're on just this amazing, incredible adventure. So at least there's, I don't know how many thousands of stories, you know, of right. people receiving a baptism. This 80, 81, 82 year old lady had reached out and emailed my ministry that she'd gone through my e-course, the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Like during COVID, you know, her church was shut down and then she wanted more of the right. spirit. And then she got a hold of the resources at 80 years old receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, participating in the prayer and activation. And that's just God doing it through whatever yeah. means he wants. And that's, you know, that's uh, the whole thing. It's, it's all in obedience. Everything is in obedience, right? It's, it's that the more that we, the more that we are obedient to the things that God is telling us to do, the more that we're giving him freedom to operate the way that he needs to operate. And so, you know, it, you start to see people being transformed, you know, whether like, like you're saying, you know, what happened in Topeka, Kansas, that it happened like in the midnight hour, like God doesn't care about time. You know what I mean? He's like, I can, I can show up early in the morning. I can show up late at night. I really don't care. But at what he does care about reaching and touching people. And that's one of the, the things that I really felt was um, because now when did you start your broadcast? Cause I'm curious, like, when did you start adventures in the spirit? Like, so as, as the audio portion of the podcast, I'd started it uh, January 
first or so of I think 2019. It's been a while. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, or uh, yeah, maybe 2020. It's okay. anyway. Okay. So yeah, uh -huh. some somewhere around there. <laughs> right, right, so right. I didn't start live streaming like what we're doing now until wow. I'd gone to a friend's church. I did a revival in Ohio uh, at Harvest Revival Center outside of Dayton mm -hmm. in Brookville, Ohio mm -hmm. under Neil Peterson, who's a great friend of mine. And he's like, have you ever heard of StreamYard? I was like, no. And he told me about it. I go mm -hmm. home, I got into StreamYard. I'd done my first live stream from my office with this prophet okay. of mine. And then I, my, my friend Don Nash was producing that. and. And Thomas, the prophet, prophesied COVID. He prophesied the, the, what was going to take place in the summer. Charisma mm -hmm. said it was one of the top five most significant prophetic words of 2020. And this was right mm -hmm. before the lockdowns, like right before. But just from that, that broadcast, the first live stream, mm -hmm. it went right. viral. And all of a sudden, mm -hmm. these Pakistani channels started picking it up and putting it on oh, their wow. TV channels and their satellite. And, you know, I, I don't know how many friend requests I got, and some of them were a little spammy, but uh, <laughs> you know, just yeah, uh, imagine that <laughs> it was thousands of people. And then God opened doors to preach the gospel in Pakistan and India via Zoom and Skype, and you know, just saw I didn't keep track of numbers until like six months later, then I saw a thousand people come to Jesus and receive healings and the baptism of the spirit just via Zoom. Um, so I've been live streaming since and I've upgraded. I've moved to Restream. You know, there are other things too. I've got some video and editing skills now, production skills now in order to do, mm -hmm. you know, capture God on film like Darren Wilson does. Um, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. You know, here I am, I'm in my new home in arizona i mean we mm -hmm. barely have much here yet okay like the, the moving truck is on the way but we're going right. to build out a studio we're going to make all kinds of cool programs i'm talking to my kids about com commercial ideas to reach people so yeah um, it's just amazing so i hope that answers your question about it you know, does it does and actually there and it's funny because it was almost like you know because when you're you know, I've been I've been doing interviews since two, 2014. I started doing it and I was doing it just like you. I was just doing audio. So I was just doing audio until 2017. I started to to do video because in 2017 they started to do Facebook Live. But the but at first you couldn't do two people. They didn't have that capability. So because my husband's a video guy. Um, what we did is we did a Zoom call. My first guest, my first guest on uh, that I did live was uh, William Paul Young, the author of The uh, Shack. And so he put one camera, he put one camera on me and he put one camera on William Paul Young and he did a live switch. So he was wow. switching camera angles that went into Facebook. And then of course, everything else is kind of built. But it's really interesting how how God is doing and using these different platforms, you know, because you're, you know, you're a forerunner. That's, that's kind of the thing. It's like, there are a bunch of people who are forerunners who get this call that says, okay, this is what we're going to do. And this is because God is, God is moving differently. And I think that like, even as we're seeing, you know, some of these new movies that are coming out, like we see Jesus revolution, because you and I were talking about that. You can also see like, get out in, G in the name of Jesus, get out in Jesus name, which you interview pastor, uh, Greg Locke. And it's like, we can see that God is doing something different. And he said to me, he said to me, I think it was in 2000 and I think it was in like in 2009, he said that he was going to take television back. Yeah. He said we were, he was going to take television back, but first he was going to the movies. Yeah. So when we can start to see how the movies are starting to shift and how they're starting to change. So I really believe that, that you're on the cutting edge of, of what God is about to do because he's doing, he's doing a new thing. And that's, that's the thing about a new thing, Jared is like, and you know, this, it's like a new thing. is not just repackaged Coke. It's something right. different. It doesn't look like Coke, doesn't taste like Coke, doesn't smell like Coke, ain't nothing like Coke. It is something new and it's something different. And I really believe in this new age that we're in is that the kids are so they're, they're so like, they like things fast. They like things slick. They don't like, you know, I'll, I'll call it and, and no offense to anybody, but I'm not, not going to say it's, they don't want Christian TV. They want right. something. They want something new. 
So when I feel like that's something that God is really bringing you into, I think that like with your, with your podcast and with your videos, but I think that there's even more like God is like really trying to give us a greater understanding to what kingdom looks like. Does that kind of, does that kind of resonate with you? Oh, totally. But I also think that Christians need to use new technologies, new Uh platforms, because there is there is a, a a shadow ban okay like the, there's all that i mean do, i I've, I've shared this before i am i love jesus i love the holy spirit mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. i'm doing what god has has me doing mm-hmm. right but i've been canceled uh censored like twice off of off of a just platform. twice oh, yeah come on just, now. Twice. just twice <laughs> oh, how many times have you been censored? <laughs> oh, for gosh sakes. They've pulled stuff off of my, they, they've gone back two years and pulled stuff down. Like, seriously. Um, Can you well, believe that? Well, Crazy. so we need to look at other platforms, other avenues. We need oh, to yeah. communicate, you know, uh, uh-huh. honestly, I don't know how many social media accounts I have. Okay. There's Rumble and mm-hmm. YouTube and Facebook mm-hmm. and and usa.life and savior connect and zap it and all these other ones right. and there's this new one i got on that which is a little more new agey but they need jesus in there so mm-hmm. you know uh we we need to just boldly share the love of jesus with people everywhere mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's it's real easy now like now everybody could be a televangelist if you will i mean you could go live from your cell phone what yep. <laughs> like, yep. you could prophesy over people going live mm-hmm. on your cell phone. Now, mm-hmm. I, I've had people ask me questions. I had a, a God bless the people affiliated with an association. They didn't like me doing it. And mm-hmm. I was like, well, it's just like going in a church meeting, right, Lisa? Like yeah, you, you, pr- you pick people, you see people highlighted, you take a step of faith, you take a risk, you do the same thing online, right? right. It's no different. And you're pointing to Jesus using technology. So I, you know, I'm going in the direction, I'm running after God, you know, still learning a bunch of this stuff, unafraid to make Mm -hmm. mistakes because Mm -hmm. that's, that's a risk. You learn from it. You could succeed from failing. Okay. I failed how many times you succeed from it. And then you just Mm -hmm. keep going into Jesus. So like the quality, you know, you keep ramping up the quality, you know, the content and time, it it, it could just be overwhelming. So you got to set some boundaries and, you know, have your time with Jesus, have your time with friends and family and things like that. Right. But I call it automated and anointed. Mm, Automated and anointed. You can automate things. You could batch episodes, you could make videos, Mm -hmm. and then you automate them just like your email list and Mm -hmm. things like that. And you could reach out to, you know, people, you know, you could premiere a video and they think that you're live and you're hanging out in the Dominican Republic on a beach or you're going on a mission trip in Mexico or or whatever. And they're like, wait, weren't you just, no. And it's like, well, it's automated, right? That's right. You know, that's TV. That's like, that's the new thing. And this is like something that God's been really kind of, uh, dealing with me is like, okay, so what are we going to do with this? Like when all of these different platforms are crashing, you know, and they're censoring and they're burying you because I'm getting buried left and right. Because, you know, I say things that I don't have a filter. (laughs) I'm just going to say, I, I really don't. I just, I have to tell people the truth because we can't live in fear as Christians. The reason that we're, unfortunately we're in this situation is because we've been afraid. And it's like, it's time for us to have that boldness uh, of Paul. And it's because we need to start walking in the faith of Peter. But the most important thing is we have to have the love of John. We, yeah. we have to start loving. You know, I, I have a t-shirt that says created to love the hell out of you. Because I really believe that is what God wants us to do. He wants us to love every bit that is not of him out of people. Because it's that perfect love that's going to change people and and encounter them. And I think about all of the the different people that we get to to touch, not only through, through videos, but through replays, that there are people who are like, hey, can you can you pray for me on this or can you do that? And the more I think like, it's almost like with the talents, like the more that you're obedient with it, I think the more that God is going to really increase 
And what I see Holy Spirit doing is I just see this, like, um, it's almost like, oh, you're not afraid. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna, here, how about, how about you talk about this a little bit? And especially being, being me and who, and thank you so much for serving our country, but, but being somebody who was in the military, like fear was something that was like, I hate to say beaten out of you, but it was definitely, definitely was, it was shaken from you. Correct. Yeah. Like fear of man is just not like in most military people that I've met, you know, most vets, they're like, fear, I don't have no fear, you know? Well, there's just a lot of people take things that are small too seriously. Mm-hmm. And I think veterans and people who serve, you know, they've been conditioned to just kind of brush it off. Like there are things it's mm-hmm. not, that's not worth fighting for. Like, mm, mm-hmm. you know, um, mm-hmm. uh, you're not, oh, Mm, brush it off. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, there, there are things like that, that are worth fighting for. There are things worth dying for. Oh, and to me, that's Jesus. Okay. Jesus. I may have been censored, but you know, like I'm not, I'm not persecuted. There are people around the right. world that I need to be aware oh, of and praying for, you know, that, mm-hmm. you know, these people, they, they go preach on a street corner. They're in prison for a year or two. You know, the mm-hmm. pastors in Africa get kidnapped all the time, you know, mm-hmm. uh, for two, three, four, five days at a time, get extorted and, you know, all that. Um, I mean, we're not facing that. You know, we're a little yeah. too comfortable. But I think that's why the Holy Spirit is going to shake things up. OK, he's going to shake things up. And this new generation, Gen Z, that God is moving on in Asbury and, and other colleges, he's stripping away the performance and bringing forth the person of Jesus. Just give me Jesus. Okay. Like, just give me Jesus. I think that that's their uh, rally cry. You know, I I don't want to put a name on what God's doing right now. You know, people are like, it's a new Jesus movement. Actually, let's not put a label on it. Let's let the Holy Spirit bring forth the name from the people he's moving upon and let Mm -hmm. Lisa and I and anybody else who's willing to be spiritual mothers and fathers to them and, Mm -hmm. and, and spend time with them. Okay. Mm-hmm. They're, they're a broken generation. 50, oh, yeah. 55% of them can come from divorced families. They yeah. need the power of the Holy spirit and they could teach us a lesson or two oh, or yeah. three or 500 lessons. Just Jesus strip away all that stuff. Focus on the person of Jesus. That's so good. And you know, when, when you're talking about mothers and fathers, and I think that that is something that, you know, we can look at Holy spirit and Holy spirit is like that mother image. Like it says, you know, when Jesus said to the, to the disciples, he said, I'm not leaving you as orphans. He says, and so I'm sending Holy Spirit. So if you have a mother, you know, you're not necessarily an orphan. So that mothering part of God, Holy Spirit that comes in and comforts us and teaches us and corrects us. That's, that's a good mama. That's a good papa. That's, that's, and that's what I really believe that in the movements before that we really didn't have people who understood the truth of what it is to be a spiritual mother, a spiritual father. We, you know, we have a bunch of people who might be lovers of Christ, but they're still orphans on the inside because they haven't still, they, they haven't truly seen themselves as a son and as a daughter. And the reason that they can't is because we've been taught and I'm not trying to bash the church, but we've been taught to, to have a, um, that we're servants. You know, and we can use the scriptures and say, oh, well, I'm a servant of Christ. Yeah, we are. We're servants. But that's not what Jesus said the entire time that he was here on earth. He kept saying he was son. He kept calling himself son. He kept calling God father. Even in Matthew, where he teaches the disciples how to pray, he says, our father. There is something that happens when we get shifted from a servant mentality into a son or a daughter mentality that changes the way that we do relationship. And so Holy Spirit then comes in and it says that the Holy Spirit teaches us and and makes our spirit respond to Abba, Father. In fact, it, it almost pushes that out of us. But if we still have these wounding inside of us because of divorces or because, um, you know, there has been rejection and abandonment, which has happened so much, especially in Generation Z, that, that these kids can't trust people. So how are they going to trust a God that they don't know? Yeah. Well, he 
people need a revelation of who they are and whose they are in Christ Jesus. Okay, like for me, yeah, I was I had PTSD, but I was supernaturally healed in 2018. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I had to reform, structure things, and just strip all the stuff away. I mean, I had a Bible college degree, I had ministry experience, but I needed to return to the fundamentals. And that's intimacy with Jesus. And to know, even though I went through some some stuff, okay, mm-hmm. uh, in, in the wars, Iraq and Afghanistan, I needed Jesus. He's the healer. He's the comforter. And and that's what we need to show people. You know, um, he, he can heal anything, anybody, any way that he wants, no matter how mm-hmm. shattered someone is or, or what they've been through. I mean, I, I've seen people who went through SRA and things like that, come to Jesus and be on fire for God and start Bible studies and things like that. You know, he could do miracles in a moment, right? Or Mm. healings over time. And, but we need to see who we are. And he, when he comes to us and he speaks those words, you're my son, you're my daughter. I'm well pleased Mm -hmm. in you. Wow, that changes everything. You know, as a veteran, one of the most powerful things a combat veteran can hear is welcome home. Mm. Welcome home. Uh, I don't want to get into how, you know, some people talk about the the curses and things like that that could go over people in in war. I don't doubt some of that stuff. But I also know that an undeserved curse will not come to pass. If Christ is in me, greater is he who's in me than he who's in the world. But people need a revelation Hey, welcome home. Here's the love of Jesus. Jesus, mm-hmm. you know, come to him. And, and if right. need be, I will, you know, sit right here. I will lay right here with you as we seek his face until something happens. So pray until something happens come and then on, pray some more. You know, like mm-hmm. I, I love that. Go into your prayer closet, have a revival meeting in your prayer closet if he fills you and you're laughing and you're drunk in the spirit and you know all that stuff, that's a revival meeting right there. Pray some more mm-hmm. and then receive mm-hmm. the empowerment and go out and tell someone. Go out and, and live like Jesus. Pray over your barista. Pray over your waiter and waitresses. Tip them well. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're prophesying over someone and they're your, your waiter or waitress, you better leave a really good tip. Okay. Just say, okay, because they will know us by our love and by our generosity, and and remember that encounter, and and just you know, and love your family, love your wife, love your kids, you know, love them well. You know, don't be that guy who Mm -hmm. looks one way at the pulpit and is a bare, ugly lie. You know, in the home. Okay, we don't want that. Your family's more important. You know. Love them I, well, be Jesus to them. And I think that's that's so important because I think that like what we're going through right now, this shaking that we're going through, it's it's shaking out anything that is not of him. Yeah. And so as we become, you know, because everything's getting exposed, everything, you know, like people, you know, you might not like it, but I'm just telling you, it's going to be getting exposed. And I'm talking about from the top to the bottom, I'm not saying that God is no respecter of persons. So he doesn't care if you have like, you know, uh, this, you know, a 500,000 person ministry or you have a five person ministry. Like if you got stuff in you, it's going to be shaken and it's going to be exposed. So it's like when we when when um, when we look at David and I always go back to David because David always would say to the Lord, search my heart. And there's so many times that we forget to do a heart check. Because we get so wrapped up in, in doing just the stuff and Holy Spirit will, will tap us and gently remind us, hey, 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 you can't do that. Hey, 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 you can't say that. And why? Because we know that if Holy Spirit is doing it, it's not to condemn us, but it's to have us check our hearts. There's a reason that we're doing that because we have a hurt we have a wound, we have a misunderstanding. And the Lord really spoke to me. He talked to me about love. And he yeah. said, Lisa, he said, if you don't love a, a certain type, like say, say you don't love, um, um, I'm trying to think of something that's not so controversial. You don't like people who, um, who eat avocados. <laughs> well, you can't pray for people 
who eat avocados if you don't love people who eat avocados? You have to love the people that you pray for. And if you have resentment, if you have anger, if you have frustration, that's why people are like, oh my gosh, I really don't like our politicians, blah, 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 but I'm praying for them. And I kind of feel like saying to them, well, please don't pray for them because you're really not praying for them. You're cursing them. So you might, you might want to you might want to just take a back seat on that until you get your heart checked. Because God's not going to hear us if we don't get our hearts checked, because it's only going to be that that pure love. So if we have like some some issues with politicians, okay, well, don't pray for them, but don't curse them. Or if you do want to pray for them, then it's a simple prayer of Lord, help them to become everything you've created them to be. That's it. Yeah. That's kind of I tell people that all the time. I'm like, look, you want to pray for somebody? You want to pray for me? Pray for me that I become everything that God's created me to be. Cause that's the perfect prayer. That's the perfect prayer for everybody. Like you just take yourself out of it completely. And you now are partnering with what Papa wants to do. So we don't right. even have to, we don't have to think about it, but there's, there's something that I truly believe that, that God is doing, especially like through, through the, through different kinds of platforms. And that is really trying to show the, the power because Holy spirit is the power. That's where that's where all the the gifts come from, right? Yeah. Well, and he is the gift, right? Yes, he is. You will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit and then he is the gift. He is the person. He is God. He is, you know, the part of the Trinity, co-equal. I don't want to get too much into the theology there, but just I want to, I want people to relate to him. You know, on, relate now. to him. He's the gift. He gives you spiritual gifts. But we don't seek him for the spiritual gifts. We just need to spend time with him, relate to him. And then mm. he'll train us. He'll equip us. He'll he'll guide us. And, and I, I kind of want to go back to a little bit about the politics thing of a way that the Holy yeah. Spirit directed me. Okay. So I could be outspoken, okay, as, as an angry veteran, okay? <laughs> I, I have a different understanding, a, a different way to see things, a different lens, if you will, because of some experience. But there was a while where I was posting a little too much on political things. Mm -hmm. Now you gotta be careful in Christianity, you know, you know, people think that God's a Republican or God's a Democrat. No, he's none of that. Okay. Just whatever. We need to know that politics, it's a touchy subject. And so here I was, kind of posting on some things, but I had this dream that the Holy Spirit gave me. And in this dream, I was driving in my vehicle and Bernie Sanders was Ooh. my passenger. And okay. here Bernie Sanders is, he's a Democrat socialist. He's a socialist. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't agree with any of that, but in the conversation, I was telling him, I don't agree with you or whatever, but, but I'm trying to see what the, you know, what, the Holy Spirit can show me. And, and mm -hmm. I know that I need to start praying for you. And I, I know that in this dream, as I was talking to him, I was driving into the weeds. That's just, you know, that's just clear. If mm -hmm. I personally was posting too much or talking too much about politics, I was going off into the weeds. So I shifted, I repented. I was like, I'm going to pray for Bernie. I'm going to pray for everybody in office, whether they got there legitimately or not. You know, I, I'm not... I don't know all about that stuff, but I need to pray for my leaders. I need to pray that the Holy Spirit touches wow. them. So that was the wow. way that the Holy Spirit directed me to not post on one thing, but instead just to post my articles and, and what the Holy Spirit's mm -hmm. doing and the testimonies and things like that. So I wow. try to be a little more positive. You know, I scrubbed my Twitter, whatever, you know, I was like, I just need people to see Jesus here because, mm -hmm. you know, I don't, you know, don't want people to get angry and whatever, you know, but, right. but that's on them. Okay, but mm -hmm. we need to pray for our leaders and yeah. and the Holy Spirit can use us. The Holy Spirit can bring revival in Washington, D.C. Come on. Okay. Come the on. Holy Spirit can bring worship back into the White House. The Holy That's Spirit, right. who is God, can can bring signs and wonders and miracles at a political rally. Okay, we could be there. You know, we could pray for people. Just be yourself and point mm -hmm. people to Jesus and and partner with him and like if someone asks you a question 
use that opportunity to pray, prophesy, speak life over them and see what the Holy Spirit will do through you. You know, so I just want people to relate to him and uh, encounter him and then go out and then multiply. Well, I'm going to I'm going to ask you, like, what what is the Holy Spirit really been putting on your heart? Like, because I know you're prophetic. And so what are some of the things that the Holy Spirit is really, you know, showing you that 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 is coming if, if that's OK? Because I kind of feel like like there's something that that um, is really exciting. I, I don't know about you, but I'm like super, super excited. I feel I feel so blessed to be living in this time, I must say. Yeah, I I think that we're. We're, we're blessed in this time. Um, there will be trials. There will be tribulations. I think that the media, the spin of the media, we need to start. We need to have like a filter. Okay. We need to stop mm -hmm. listening to the fear. You know, we need to, mm -hmm. you know, the headlines are always negative, negative, negative crisis, crisis, crisis. And, and there are powers that be that are, that are making moves around the world right now and just to fill their pockets. And that's been since the beginning of time. Right. But as Christians, we're in the world. We're not of the world. Okay. We're, we're foreigners. We're traveling through. Um, and we need to know how to be radical. You know, uh, yes. we can't be complacent, but we do need to be radical. If you're in a movie theater and the Holy Spirit tells you to pray for someone, pray for someone and it doesn't have to be like no okay, like okay just I'm, I'm praying for them walk up to them talk to them uh relate to them ask them questions pray prophesy over them be radical okay what's the worst they can do say no okay they could be irate okay brush it off turn around walk mm -hmm. away if you have to but for the most part when if you get a word of knowledge you get a couple of reactions like wow that's god or get the away from me right that's how they'll react to you but they they walk away knowing that something supernatural happened okay but let me can, can i just yeah. ask you one question i just want to stop you right there i want to know something truthfully because i'm i'm pretty i'm pretty confident how many times has holy spirit told you to do something that you were rejected i'm just gonna ask because if holy just spirit a handful really, it, really? just okay. a handful of times maybe three four times and that was more street yeah. ministry years ago sure yeah, i yeah. may may have not been as wise okay yeah, yeah, you know yeah. like ah, you know the saith the lord <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, yeah 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 you know um i and you get them to threaten you or whatever but for the most part i mean i'd had it one time where i knew the name of someone's grandma who was praying for them come on just like spooked right and mm -hmm. this is like 20 some years ago and i didn't know what to you know i was like okay that was powerful but that was the first time that had happened but Right. But for the most part, when you're conversational and re relatable, instead of just like, you know, throwing it on them yeah. immediately, just ask yeah, some yeah. questions, you know, talk to them and then start flowing in the, the prophetic. You don't have to tell them I'm prophesying right now. Most yeah. people catch the supernatural. They're like, that was God. That was super. That was spiritual. Yeah. They will yeah. understand. And you're just like, Jesus loves you. Jesus right. loves you. So, um, right. yeah, just rejected a, a couple of times, um, a small handful, but for the most part, just conversational, relatable, be yourself. Well, see, and that, the reason that I asked, and I, I'm sorry that I interrupted you, but I feel like there are so many people are like, yeah, but you know what? Jared doesn't get rejected. He never, he's never had to deal. People are like, yay, you know, but I, I feel like it's important for people to know that like in the beginning, you know, the more that we that we push in, the more that we we do what we need to do, like it becomes easier and we start to we can start to understand. We start to learn a um, a uh, a conversation. We know how to start conversations. We know how to engage with people. We can start to feel if they're backing away, if they feel it's weird. So there's like there are some things, you know, but what's really interesting is that so many people, um, especially like if I start to converse with them and the Lord starts to give me something, they always say the same thing. Are you a psychic? Or you, they get so excited. Oh my gosh, are you a psychic? Oh my gosh, they get so excited, you know? And I'm like thinking to myself, wow, look at, look at how a gift that was given from Holy Spirit has been counterfeited. Yeah. And so, so when, like when you were saying you knew somebody's grandmother's name, see, that's the kind of accuracy that I pray for. 
I pray for that type of accuracy because we want to be, we want to be able to make people question, like, there's no way that you could know that. Like, how do you know that? Right. Yeah. Well, crazy story. Okay. Can I share this? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, make a long story short. I was with a friend of mine who started an outreach ministry. She had this homeless couple that that was coming around to her her ministry and you know and she was sharing with them and helping them out and she had said well they they came in we prayed over them prophesied over them and in the spirit now this is one of the first times this has ever happened i saw into the great cloud of witnesses okay and this this is scriptural okay um it's not communicating with the dead or anything okay none of that but it's just i saw into the great cloud of witnesses this person's and this is another grandma story so this person's grandma i knew this grandma's name and i knew that her career she was in the ministry and then i also knew that this young lady i was praying for had a tattoo in honor of her and it's not visible okay so i i was like do you happen to have a grandma by the name of, and then she was a pastor. She's, she was praying for you for all these years. And then you have a tattoo in her honor. Okay. This just eyes wide open. Like, yes, mm-hmm. she raised me. She was in the ministry. And uh, I was like, listen, Jesus loves you so much. You know, he wants you to come to him. And so these are just a series of words of knowledge that mm-hmm. they, they both stepped outside mm-hmm. and, you know, to kind of process what the Holy Spirit was just doing. My friend Marcy was like, Jared, I really want them to get married because this couple, they're not married. I was like, well, they're coming to Jesus right now. Let the Holy Spirit do what he wants. Okay. Don't be the Holy Spirit to someone. Let the Holy Spirit be himself. Where's that cow? Where's that cow? (laughs) I don't think, I don't know if it's working. So hold on one second, Jared. Let's see if this works. Hold on. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, so Sorry, I had to kick the cow. Yeah. That's awesome. I love it. So this couple comes back in and they're like, Hey, Jared, can, can you marry us? Can, can you do our wedding? And I was Come like, on. well, actually I'm, I'm not going to be around, but Marcy can marry. But I look at Marcy and I'm just like, see, what did mm-hmm. I like in my eyes? What did I tell you? Let the Holy spirit do his work in them. And she's, you know, here she is trying to, I really want them to get married. I, you know, trying to be the voice of the Holy Spirit, but they walk outside after this amazing encounter, coming to Christ, come back in convicted, knowing let's get married. So here's my friend, Marcy. She does her wedding in two weeks, you know, uh, from that point. That's so good. Okay. Jared, I'm just going to say you and I can hang because I've had lots of great cloud of witnesses stories and people don't like them. But oh. and you're the first person. No, you're the first person ever who's been on Touch by Prayer who's ever told me a great cloud of witness story. So yeah. you and I can totally hang because well, I have them, totally. and it's important. And I've had them since, and I've I've mm-hmm. talked to other prophets of God about it, and mm-hmm. um, it's real, it's genuine. So mm-hmm. you know, and honestly, when God, when you glimpse into that. You're st- you're interacting with Jesus. You're interacting with Father mm-hmm. God, the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. the three in one, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and He's revealing it for a reason because He's revealing His love through you to these other people. Very simple. Come on, come on. And you know what it is? It says that God is our comforter. It says that God will comfort those who mourn, and some people who mourn need to have a word from the great cloud of witnesses. Can I just say that? Because yeah. seriously, you know, and that's the, that's the thing, you know, we, we have tried to put God into a box. We've tried to put Jesus into a box and we've tried to put Holy Spirit into a box. But, but I believe that, that, that God is breaking through the boxes. He's breaking through religion. He's breaking through the confines of what we think. He's breaking through the, the, the denominations and, and the new age and all of these other things because he's desperate to get back his kids. That's right. He's a good father. He's a good, yeah. good father. We can't write so, his kids off. 
No, exactly. Now we have a few minutes. I didn't know if you wanted, if you had any words for anybody or if you wanted to pray, but um, I'm just going to give you, because I kind of feel like the Lord's like, okay, be quiet. Let him talk because he has some stuff he needs to share. So I'm going to. Well, sure. So Holy Spirit come if I, you know, I'll, I'll take one of the first people that comments or whatever, as long as they stay on long enough to receive the word. Okay. So, you know, someone just start commenting, Hey, I want to hear from God. This isn't going to replace, you know, you hearing God for yourself. The prophetic is, is confirmation quite a bit of time, encourage, comfort, edify you, you know, it's confirmation or it should be confirmation of what the Holy Spirit has already told you. So Mm -hmm. if there's anybody who, wants to receive just a word, you know, I'm taking a step of faith for the Holy Spirit to speak to you. So what your poem, okay, now that the producer Ryan pulled it up, hallelujah. The Holy Spirit, I'm going to pray over warrior poem in Jesus name. I pray for the Holy Spirit to touch warrior poem right now in Jesus name, in Jesus name. Um, I, I feel like the Holy Spirit has brought warrior poem, you know, from out of darkness and he's putting you into a new vehicle and it's a vehicle that's going to keep moving forward. There, there was probably a time where you felt like uh, you were being held back. Like um, there, there was a lot of road friction, a lot of potholes and things like that, but you come out of that and you're going into this new direction and, and there's abundance waiting for you warrior poem. And so the Holy Spirit is going to reveal more of Jesus to you. And there's going to be restoration of things that were taken uh, by the enemy. There's going to be restoration and reconciliation in your family in Jesus' name. And and you're going to see God do miracles, signs, and wonders. I feel like there's, there's someone that needs a healing. And God is going to use you in the ministry of healing in Jesus' name. So warrior poem, I don't know who you are. I've never met you. But in Jesus' name, I pray for an anointing of healing and miracles upon your hands in Jesus' name so that when you lay hands on the sick, they will recover. You will see God do miracle signs and wonders through you in Jesus' name. And I pray for you know, just that, that name, Warrior Poem. That's very unique. I'm going to pray for a release of the artistic over you in Jesus' name. You know, all kinds of colors in Jesus' name. Um you know, artwork and things very unique in Jesus name. And um, I don't know if you've ever done this, but like I see, you know, there, there's the, the knight, you know, the armor of God and the sword of the spirit. So take up the sword of the spirit, keep walking out with the sword of the spirit, and you're going to start leading other people uh, towards Christ Jesus in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Okay. Amen. Uh, mm-hmm. Spot on. I don't know where you're from, so let them comment. Okay, come on, uh, Warrior Poem. Can you go ahead and just kind of put spot on? Because we know her very well. well. We know her very well. Yeah, she's probably crying, so give her a moment. Okay. Well, bless you. Bless you. Ryan's getting hot. (laughs) Ryan's getting hot. He's putting the fan on because you can feel Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you. That was so good. That was, that was so good. That, yeah, that was so good. Yeah, that was so spot on. Like, seriously spot on. Ser- yeah, there she goes. She goes, wow. All right. There Thank you, you Jesus. Amen. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess real quick, we've only got a couple more minutes. Yes. I want to pray a blessing over everybody right now in Jesus' Come name. Come on. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Holy Spirit, come. Uh, I break off wormwood. I... Wormwood is broken in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, bitterness gone in Jesus' name. I release oh. the, the forgiveness of Jesus upon you in, in Jesus' name. Someone's left knee be healed in Jesus' name. In Jesus' oh. name. Start moving that. No reconstructive surgery for you. You're healed in Jesus' name. Uh, someone who's suffering from depression, I pray in Jesus' name for hope and life. Jesus just stepped in. Jesus just stepped in, in your mind. Jesus just stepped in and and he's giving you freedom. He's giving you joy in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. I I pray for the wonderful Holy Spirit to touch people right now. If anybody does not have the baptism of the Holy Spirit, I pray that they just lift up their hands and say, Jesus, fill me with your Holy Spirit right now in Jesus' name. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. And by the, in the name of Jesus, 
I decree and declare the fire of God upon you in Jesus' name from head to toe. Your hands might be shaking. Your lips might be trembling. Speak out those words of praise and that language, that new language, that prayer language that he's given you right now in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. And for those who, who, who are hungry for more, who, you know, just pray until something happens. Go into your prayer closet. Pray until something happens. Pray some more and walk up, change and transform in Jesus' name. Bring forth signs and wonders everywhere you go. Don't chase the signs and wonders. The signs and wonders chase you. They follow you wherever you go, everywhere that you set your foot in Jesus' name. So I pray for a release of creativity. I pray for a release of the power of the Holy Spirit and the fire of God right now over people in Jesus' name. And uh, someone else, an angel has walked into your room. Uh, an angel has walked into, into your room, maybe even into your car. Someone, you know, an angel has walked in in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. And I bless that. In Jesus' name, we love you, Lord. Love you. Wow. Amen, amen, amen. So good. So good. We want to have you back. Uh, seriously, we want you back. You can come back anytime, Jared. Seriously. Because, like, really, I mean, I just, um, and I, can I pray over you real quick? I know you have to go, Let's but do. I just want to pray yeah. over you. And so, Papa, I just thank you for Jared A, and I thank you for, for him for him and his wife. And I thank you, Father, for the things that the, you've called them to do, Papa. I thank you just for increase, increase, increase in their ministry and increase in their reach. I thank you, Father, just for financial blessings, just to shower through. And I thank you for new equipment. I thank you for the new equipment that you're sending. And, Papa, I thank you. I thank you just this. Um, Okay, so I know I do know some stuff in the natural, but I'm seeing some stuff in the. So what I'm seeing is I'm seeing this dirt road, and it looks like it's just like this dirt road. But I see that the Lord is just a, it's starting off as a dirt road, but I'm seeing right behind it as you're moving through it, I'm seeing pavers like follow it. Like there is just this, uh, there's just a uh, this pavement that's coming right behind it because you know you are a forerunner, and the Lord is just showing me that like as you've been going through these uh, this uncharted territory, I'm hearing the word uncharted territory that God has been giving you. It's almost like you've been getting flags in the spirit. It's like these these things that you've been just like staking claim to different things. And I see that like God is starting to, um, he's bringing new people into your life. You've come to a, to a place where like, I hate to say this, but it's like out with the old and in with the new. It seems like there were some some people that were in your in your life that seemed like they were the right people, but that's an old season and God's bringing in new people because this is a new season for you. And I'm seeing like you're dusting off your stuff and it's funny, I'm seeing your combat boots because the Lord has been saying that you're taking back this territory, that you're taking back his territory, that, that you're in his army. You've always been serving him, but I'm seeing that this spirit battle that you've been going through that God has given you the victory and I also I also see you that um that there there's something that uh that you carry like you you have such a um I'm, I'm hearing Aaron you have like an Aaron anointing and I'm seeing almost like that there's there's something about you are um that you hold up you will hold up people's hands that you will stand by people and you will let them do what they're supposed to do. But when it's also their time that you will go and you will, you will start to, to move and to do the things that you are, are doing. And isn't it, wasn't it Aaron that had the dripping of the beard? Yeah. Like it wasn't. Yeah. Cause that's um, what I'm seeing. 133. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm seeing this like dripping of the beard because there's this honey and this oil that's been, that God is pouring on you because he's going to, um, there's this, um, there, there's a, a father, that father figure that you were kind of talking about that there is that father and he's going to start to, he's going to shoot you out, Jared, like you, you don't even know, like you're going to be going into places, but it's not, it's not Christian places. This is like, this is new territory that he wants you to go out and he wants you to claim for the kingdom. And I also, I also, for some reason, I kept seeing the Ark of the Covenant. And I don't know why that's important, but I kept seeing the Ark of the Covenant because you are a covenant keeper. You, you, you keep covenant and God sees that. And he has, he really has honored that part of you because you don't break covenant. 
people have breaking covenant with you, but you don't break covenant with people because you have that, like that soldiers, like where we go one, we go all kind of thing. So you don't leave anybody behind, even though people have left you. But I'm just hearing that God is just saying, get excited because the new people that, that he's put, he's putting into your path are going to help you get into the places that you've been trying to get to. And it's going to be easy. It's going to be easy. It's going to be like, it's almost going to be like people are going to drop, like the enemy's going to just like drop his wep their weapons down and you're going to be able to go in because that's where, that's where Papa is taking you. And I do also see this. Um, I, and I know, I kind of know this in the natural, but I do see the movie but it's not just one, it's many. Because I Amen. do believe that God has given you a medium mantle for production and for for even uh, for movies, for cinema, I'm hearing cinematography. And so Amen. Lord, we just bless everything that you put in Aaron. I, um, Aaron, sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry. Everything you put in Jared, I thank you, Lord, that everything that you have put in Jared, I thank you, Father, that you blow a fresh wind on it. I thank you, Lord, that you are going to remove the obstacles and the, and the stumbling blocks that have been placed in their life. I thank you, Father, that even this move that they're having, that this move is going to be easy breezy, that as the stuff comes in, it gets into their appropriate places. And Papa, I just ask you just to put a blanket and a hedge protection over everything that you have given them. And I thank you, Lord. I thank you for their life. I thank you for their faithfulness. And I thank you for the purity at which they move. And I thank you that they give you the glory and the honor. And I just say, bless them in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so very much. It was an honor. Yeah. It was so much fun. Yeah. We definitely want to have you back. So thank you so much. I know you have to skedaddle, but so I'm just going to put you off. I'll be right with you in two seconds. So hold on one second. So if you guys are interested in buying, finding Jarrett Lasky, you can go over to uh, Fireboard Ministries. You can go over to .com. Also, you can go over to Rumble. You'll see all of the, the different uh, things. I tried to put up a link, but my my, my computer was not working so well today. It was giving me a hard time. So that means that it was a good broadcast. So thank you guys for, for tuning in. I hope this has blessed you. If it has, please go out and share. Thank you guys for everything that you're doing. Have an awesome, awesome night. And don't forget to go out and to touch someone because it's really amazing what happens when God uses you to touch others. Thank you guys so much. Have a great evening. God bless and good night. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice, Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast, Supreme, the battle Battle for Row on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.